Jordan Beals organization is making a huge donation. We'll tell you more about it. Also, uh, President Trump not seen as terribly religious by most American voters, according to a new poll. And Gone with the Wind, an American classic, is getting some fresh context. That is all ahead. This is Relevant Daily. It's relevant. It's daily. relevant daily. Relevant daily. Relevant daily. It's relevant daily. Hey everyone, I'm Tyler Huckabee. Welcome to The Relevant Daily, where I bring you what's happening at the intersection of faith and culture. All those stories are coming up right now. First up on Wednesday, actor and filmmaker Jordan Peele announced that his Monkey Paw Productions film company will be donating a million dollars to several different organizations fighting for racial justice. As a writer, director, and producer, Peel has been funneling his efforts towards expanding the American understanding of racism for a while now through movies like Get Out and Us. Monkey Paw has also produced projects like Black Klansman and the upcoming Candyman and Lovecraft Country, all of which have had a razor focus on American racism. In a statement, Monkey Paw said, quote, Jordan Peele and Monkey Paw Productions are proud to donate $1 million across five organizations we see as essential to the health and lives of black people. We are committed to continued action against a system rooted in the violence against oppression of the black community. The million dollars will be split between five orgs, the Black Emotional and Mental Health Collective, Black Lives Matter, Equal Justice Initiative, Fair Fight, and Transgender, Gender Variant, and Intersex Justice Project. Over the past few weeks, Peel has been active in supporting the wave of protests that have continued to surge through America. He's also been critical of the lack of efforts from both political parties to aggressively respond to national concerns about racist police brutality. Next up, a Politico morning consult poll found that about a quarter of Americans see President Donald Trump as either somewhat or strongly a man of faith. Only a quarter. 55% of Americans somewhat or strongly disagree. About a third of self-identified Christians say they see Trump as a Christian, which includes 40% of evangelicals, 23% of Catholics, and just 18% of independents. But... 55% of conservatives and 60% of Republicans do agree. They say Trump is at least somewhat or very much a man of faith. The findings have come after Trump drew widespread condemnation for forcibly removing peaceful protesters, including clergy, from the St. John's Episcopal Church in Washington, D.C., for that Bible photo op. Um, According to Marning Cultural Vice President Tyler Sinclair, quote, Even after nearly three in four voters saw coverage of President Trump's photo op at St. John's Episcopal Church last week, only about one in four believe he's religious. Uh, That poll was uh, based on the results of uh, 1,992 registered voters. The poll comes amidst a flurry of, of bad news for Trump. His approval ratings have fallen over his handling of the coronavirus pandemic and the wave of protests that have engulfed the country following the police killing of George Floyd. On Tuesday, Trump used Twitter to baselessly speculate that a 75-year-old Buffalo, New York resident who was hospitalized after being knocked over by police may have been an Antifa provocateur. The man's name, his name is Martin Gugino, uh, he's a pacifist. He's a member of the Catholic Worker Movement. 
The Public Religion Research Institute found that Trump has suffered a 12-point decrease in favorability among white Catholics and a 15-point decrease among white evangelical voters. Now, that sounds like bad news, but it remains to be seen whether or not this will actually affect his re-election odds. In 2016, we learned that many Christians are still willing to vote for Trump, even if they don't really approve of him. Finally, few American movies are more classic than Gone with the Wind. But its legendary status has almost always, even from its very early days, come with a caveat. The movie also whitewashes slavery and has been part of reinforcing the country's favorite and most damaging myths about its own history. Now, HBO Max, the fledgling streaming service, has pulled the classic from its library and will bring it back with new context about the realities of slavery in the antebellum South. Uh, according to an op-ed from the LA Times by John Ridley, who wrote 12 Years a Slave, quote, It doesn't just fall short with regard to representation. It is a film that glorifies the antebellum South. It is a film that, when it is not ignoring the horrors of slavery, pauses only to perpetuate some of the most painful stereotypes of people of color. It is a film that, as part of the narrative of the lost cause, romanticizes the Confederacy in a way that continues to give legitimacy to the notion that the cessationist movement was something more or better or more noble than what it was, a bloody insurrection to maintain the right to own, sell, and buy human beings. So exactly what this new contextualized version of Gone with the Wind might look like remains to be seen. We don't know. HBO Max said the movie would be back with a, and this is their writing here, discussion of its historical context and a denouncement of those very depictions. In a lengthy statement to The Hollywood Reporter, an HBO Max spokesperson explained the decision. They said this, Gone with the Wind is a product of its time and depicts some of the ethnic and racial prejudices that have, unfortunately, been commonplace in American society. These racist depictions were wrong then and are wrong today, and we felt that to keep this title up without an explanation and a denouncement of those depictions would be irresponsible. These depictions are certainly counter to Warner Media's values, so when we return the film to HBO Max, it will return with a discussion of its historical context and a denouncement of those very depictions, but will be presented as it was originally created, because to do otherwise would be the same as claiming those prejudices never existed. If we are to create a more just, equitable, and inclusive future, we must first acknowledge and understand our history. Gone with the Wind became one of the highest grossing films in history and won eight Academy Awards when it released in 1939. Directed by Victor Fleming and starring an all-star ensemble cast featuring Vivian Lee, Clark Gable, and Hattie McDaniel, the movie's controversies are about as old as its acclaim. The movie is set in the post-Civil War South and features slaves who are seemingly very content with their work, even after the abolition of slavery. Hattie McDaniel actually became the first black person to win an Oscar for her performance in the movie, but but she was not allowed to sit with her white co-stars at the ceremony. Instead, she was sat at a table at the back of the room. You can read more about this story and everything else we're covering today over at the homepage at relevantmagazine.com. For the latest, make sure to follow Relevant on social media. We're on Twitter at Relevant, on Facebook and Instagram at Relevant Magazine. You can subscribe to our other podcasts there as well. I'm here every weekday bringing you the latest at the intersection of faith and culture. Thank you for listening, everyone. This is Relevant Daily. Relevant Daily.